Hour, the podcast where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I'm your host, Riley, only joined by one lone co-host, but it's not who you think. It's not Odin, for once. It's, in fact, returning co-host, Brad the Bad 101. My name has changed. It's Brad Riley Sucks Bad 101. I'm sorry for getting your title wrong, but, um... Yeah, this is his first return since episode 48, I believe. It's been a good, like, 12 episodes or so, 14. I could do math. I thought you were about to say it's been a solid 105 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, welcome to episode 153. (laughs) Brett's finally back. Um, That math was terrible. I'm sorry, 48 plus 105 equals 153. No. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. 48 plus 105. I understand, but I say no. Equals 153. I don't care what a calculator says. I just say no. Okay, Brad. Um, <laughs> let's get into the actual proceedings of the fucking podcast, shall we? Um, hey, Brad. Hey, Riley. What have you been doing in Pokemon? I've been doing draft. And it's been great. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Give us, a, give us a general idea of how that's going, because we'll get into more detail later in the show. Okay, so I went 10-1 and one in my league right now, and now I'm going to playoffs, something that Riley wasn't good enough for. So that's how This is going. the first league that I've been in that I've made it to the end and not made it to playoffs. Really? Yes. I've only made, I've only made it to the end in um, three other leagues, and I made it to playoffs in all of them. But you didn't win a championship. Nope, I lost playoffs in the first round every time. Playoffs is hard, it's different. Yeah. I feel really, really good about this playoffs game. I don't know, Daria's some tough competition to shake. Uh, I'm not versing Daria, round one. I know, not yet, but if you make it there. Like, I'm saying, round one, I feel really good. Well, I hope you do well. No, you don't. I do. You want Darizard to win. I don't want Dari to win. That was my prediction of who I think is going to win logically. If it's just who I want, it's you. I'm going to be really honest. Logically, I think whoever wins out of me and Gent wins playoffs. If Gent wins, because it's really possible that he could win, he wins playoffs. I win, I win playoffs. Why is Dari completely counted out of this equation? Okay, so I will say that we're all really, really good and anything can happen. But if I had to, like, bet a million dollars on who would win, I think my side of the bracket is stronger than their side of the bracket. If I had to put a million dollars down on somebody, I'd put it down on Dari. She's, she's put, put out the results. She also lost to me and Jint, and barely beat Frozen by one Pokemon. And that's who she versus against. I mean, we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, anything can happen in draft. Have you done anything else Pokemon-related in the past, like, two months? No, draft. That's it's been about it. Draft <laughs> mowing yards. Did you mow the yard into a Pokemon picture? Did you mow a Pikachu into the, into the lawn? No, but because I was walking on the tall grass, I did find lots of Pokemon while I was mowing, and I killed most of them with the lawnmower. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's quite unfortunate. <laughs> oh, wow. Um... That would have gone really fast. As for me, you can't hear yourself through my mic, can you? Yeah, I can. Can you hear me pretty good? No. You can hear yourself? No, I can't hear myself. Oh, okay, that's what I was asking. <laughs> um, 
Well, yeah, I can't hear myself because when I talk, my ears automatically pick it up. Oh, really? Really, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Um, <laughs> I'm not for me, I finished off draft last week. Uh, I did not quite make it to playoffs. I, 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 I did pretty good, though. I'm, I'm, you almost I'm, made playoffs. I'm satisfied with how it went. Are you satisfied with your match against me? I won against you, didn't I? No, you forgot to bring a fire move. And oh, my yeah, first yeah, one completely and utterly walled you. Yeah. You got like five kills that game, or four. I think it was four. Yeah, it was definitely four because then I Pitch think you Hart were the one that I was lazy against, against, and I just brought the same team that I brought the previous week that was prepared yeah. for a completely different person. And you really needed to win that match, too. I mean, even if I prepared, I probably wouldn't have because you're too fucking I mean, good. I mean, don't say that. Everybody else prepared and didn't win, too. But, um,. Other than draft, I, I've been playing mostly for Pokemon. Uh, the Dicketeers Pokemon Y Run. I'm, I've now beaten Karina. I have eight deaths so far, so not good. A lot of a lot of death. Only three gyms in, and now I'm headed off to Vamos with a team that is not at all trained correctly. But Ramos's level limit is very small, and I have a sigil lift, so I do not foresee Ramos being that much of a problem. But hey, famous last words, right? Um, yeah, famous last words. We'll see what happens. And I'd say that's about it Pokemon-wise in terms of what we've been doing. So, Brad, what are we talking about today? Draft League. Oh, I see. Draft League. Why don't yeah, you tell see. our unfamiliar listeners what Draft League is and what that entails? Okay, so a very vague... Uh, two-bit version because every draft league is different. But basically, you take Pokemon and you put them into different tiers. Okay? And depending on which league you are, depending on how many tiers, but for simplicity's sake, I'm going to say there's three tiers. There's A tier, B tier, and C tier. Okay. Continue. Players will draft Pokemon. And when you draft Pokemon, you and only you can use that Pokemon. So if I draft Ferrothorn, no one else can have Ferrothorn which is super important because that means that there's only a limited amount of... Another thing is, is you can't have a full team of eight tiers. You've got to have... Uh, there's normally some type of limitation that makes you have to pick at least one from each tier and sometimes multiple from the tiers. So that means that effectively Pikachu and Mega Charizard X are in the same like meta and they both can do well. So it, it might really make some really interesting things happen. So that's, that's basically draft. Yep, that's the gist of it. So me and you have both had some experiences in draft leagues. So we got a fucking hour podcast to fill, so we kind of just got to shoot off some stuff about drafts. Brad, I know you got more shit than me, so you can start us off. With what? Just talking about drafts, stuff that's happened in draft. I don't know, Brad. You agreed to this topic. We have to fill an hour. <laughs> okay, let me think. Let me think of something weird. What is the weirdest set you've seen in draft? Um, probably something you ran, I'd have to imagine. Um, hmm. That's a good question. I think the weirdest thing that I've seen in draft is um, it was a Pokemon that had three moves on purpose. And having four moves would legitimately hinder what it was set up to do. Interesting. It was, I think it was either 
Azelf or Mesphere? I want to say it was Mesphere. I can't remember which one, but it was it wasn't Yuxi, but it was one of those two. And the opponent didn't have a Dark type, and they had a Moongus. So the set was Sleep Talk, Psychic, Psy Shock. So the idea was that you could keep, uh, they could come in with this uh, uh, Psychic type 1,000% of the time, won't have to care about sleep, and could fire off their Psychic moves without worry. But what of, about that would be hindered by a fourth move? Well, because let's say I had... Uh, I mean, I'm just going to say tackle for like a very vague sense. Since mm-hmm. he had no dark type, hitting psychic would have been the strongest move that they could click because of stab. Like even if you resisted, like stab helped with that. Mm, I see. I can't really think of any weird sets I've seen in um, drafts. The weirdest thing I can think of is something I accidentally ran where I accidentally ran my fucking Pukumuku with innards out because I'm fucking innards? stupid. That's an ability, right? Yeah, it's the other ability it gets besides unaware, aka the only one you should ever use. No, Innards Out is really good, and in my match, when I prepped against you, I was really scared that you were going to run it. I only ever ran Innards Out once, and it was by accident. <laughs> Why would I Do run Innards know- Out? Let me make sure I'm right. Let me Google this. But I'm pretty sure that however much damage that I dealt to you, when you die, you deal that damage back to me. So like, if I had a super jacked up Haxorus at like plus three and I killed you, all that damage that I killed you with would come back to me and kill me. Oh, I see. I understand. Let me see. Oh, if a Pokemon is KO'd with a move, that move's user loses an equal amount of HP. Yeah, so I was right. Yeah, it's like it's like counter, but as an ability. And you don't uh, have to get off your move. You, ha- you just have to die. Yeah, um... I didn't really know that it was that useful. I just kind of like was like, okay, here's this Pokemon that walls anything. I want to give it unaware so it doesn't get murdered by Sword Dance or. No, unaware is unaware is an amazing ability. I like. I'm gonna be real. I didn't prep too amazingly hard, so I didn't even know it got unaware. Yeah, that's Pukumuku's that's why main threat is that he gets underwear. Yeah, that's that's probably why it's so bulky. So even I, when you I get did four Sword Dance. The reason why I didn't, like, uh, even look at Pukumuku at all was because I realized that Espeon came in, and no matter what you wanted to do, it always, like, came in for free and, like, killed you. Yeah. I've had a lot of interesting things happen in draft. Um, the famous story, which I've told on this show many times before, is the story of the Pikachu that slayed the Tapu... Tapu Lele, was it? What Tapu was it? You don't even remember. It's Tapu Bulu. I, I know which Tapu it is. Like, I can see it in my head, but I get their names mixed up all the time. It's Tapu Bulu. Um, it's the grass one. Yeah, I know. I knew it was the grass one, but I didn't remember the name. Um, Tapu Bulu. There's a Tapu Bulu in front of me. I had preps, and I really only... Uh, you helped me with the prep, and you said I really only needed the five Pokemon we had picked. So I picked the Pikachu from the lowest tier that I had drafted, and I brought it. And it came out against the Tapu Bulu, and it fucking sliced it in half with an iron tail. I, I took out the Tapu Bulu. I remember saying basically that you had everything covered with these five Pokemon, so pick something that you liked. I think, yeah, I remember saying something like that. Yeah, and I picked Pikachu, and it worked out because it sliced the fucking Tapu Bulu in half. So they tell you that Pikachu is the most powerful Pokemon. They ain't lying. You think they're mm. lying? They ain't fucking lying. 
Pikachu was a really good low tier pick, to be honest. My favorite set that I had ever ran in draft was an explosion, parring shot, defog, roar, so volley normal with red card. And then it was it sounds like full a fucking nightmare. It was great because he had three Stealth Rock Week Pokemon and a, and uh, Mega Charizard X was a problem. So the idea was that they would hit me and they would be sent out with red card. And then if I clicked Roar on the same turn, they would get sent out uh, like a second time. Something would get sent out. So if, uh, effectively, two Pokemon would be switching in and out in one turn, taking Stealth Rock damage. And then... Uh, also, that's what I did during that game, but there was also a second strategy where I led with it, and I clicked Parring Shot, depending on what six he brought. So, like, if you hit me, and you were sent out, I would click Parring Shot, and now I had the lead advantage, because I got to, like, come out. Um, and Very then, crafty. then Explosion was there, because Mega Charizard liked to roost up in my face and not die, so I clicked Explosion on it and killed it, and it was great. Everybody, yep. thought I'd, everybody thought I'd lost that game because I let Charizard set up to plus two and uh, I had Uxie as my lead with red card and it lived on like one HP and forced it out. God damn. It was, it was, it was, I was a mad lad that game. Absolute mad lad plays. What is the most mad lad play you have ever seen? Um, I don't know. Probably any time Belly Drum has ever been pulled off in the same draft match that I'm in. Because <laughs> that shit. You know Charizard gets Belly Drum? That's horrible. That sounds horrible. And, and it's... Like, I'm just imagining Mega Charizard X getting off a of Belly Drum with webs up. Oh, dear God. Like, who, who wants to live that isn't sashed? Nobody. Nobody. Like, I don't even care if you're a water type. Like, do you really want... A stab flare blitz that's boosted by tough claws at plus four. Flare blitz isn't boosted by tough claws. Yes, it is. Isn't tough claws only for claw moves? Yeah, and like certain moves are considered claw moves. Flare blitz. Let me go- let me Google it. Let me Google this. Is I'm googling it. Okay, I'm proud of you. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to recall a lot of things that happen in draft just because it all it goes week to week for me. Like. I'm just so, I get so much anxiety over matches that just like I get them over with and I'm like, alright, I'm never going to think about that again. Now on to the next week. Tough Claws boosts the power of a Pokemon's contact moves by 30%. So anything okay. that makes contact gets boosted. Therefore, okay, that, that's Flare Blitz sense. Flare Blitz gets boosted. So it's like a 160 base power move or something. I mean, even then like you're that. a mega. It's not like your choice. Even if Flare Blitz wouldn't kill a water, you got a fucking Dragon Claw or something. Yeah, and... uh Bye. Well, I mean, if you're running Belly Drum, hopefully you're not choiced. I mean, yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, it could, be a new, it could be like one of these... You know, Jinji is a mad lad, and I feel like he would run Belly Drum on a Pokemon just to make you think it wasn't choiced. That way you would leave it in in a bad matchup on purpose. Fancy. Big brain. I would tell you what I'm bringing with, uh, against Jinji in the, like, the first round of playoffs, but I don't think that's a good idea. Jinji's in playoffs? I mean, gent. British gent. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm bad with words, so like, gent and Jinji sound the same in my head. Gent-G? 
Gent is a mad lad. Yeah, I hope your shit goes well. I mean, scary. Gent was the only one who beat me in, in the entire season. Wow. And I've, and I've raced him around one in playoffs. So, we meet again. Why is Morpeko so damn good? I love Morpeko, dude. It's, like, so ridiculous. Morpeko! It's so fast, too. It's, like, ridiculous. Morpeko top tier. I don't like its signature move, though. Uh, what does it do? It ups your speed by one stage, and it's an 80 base power... 80? Is it 80? It's an 80, 90, or 100 base power electric move, and then... If it switches to hangry mode, it's a dark type move. Sounds like a so good like, move to me. So like, so like he changes because he changes from hangry to normal mode, right? Every other turn, it's a dark move, and every other turn, it's a electric move. I didn't realize that was how Morpico worked. That he turned I didn't every know other how, turn. I didn't know how that worked either, which is good news for Togetic because every other turn, Togetic effectively one shots it and doesn't get KO'd. Damn. It goes. It goes from doing like ninety-seven percent to doing twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, what is the best draft one? Like personally to you, like I shouldn't say the best. I should probably say your favorite draft one. I mean, I think. Hmm. 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 do like a villager sound. Hmm. 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 I mean, hmm. honestly, Puku Muku. I love my little okay. drip. He comes out. Look, best yeah. set of all. T- best set it's- of all time. You look at your team. Here's how Puku Muku is set up. Easy. Look at your opponent's team, and figure out how each of those Pokemon attacks, physically or specially. And whichever one comes out the most, you fully invest in that defense, and then you run the moves. Toxic. Soak the screen that is not for the defense you invested in and recover. And Lumberry. Lumberry, yes. Leftovers are for losers. Leftovers are for losers. Lumberry is for winners who don't want to get their Pukamuka toxic. My favorite draft Pokemon of all time is Togetic. I have had so much fun with this Togetic all season long. I have effectively used it all season long. I think it's came to like six of my eleven games, and as a low tier, that has value. Like that's incredible value for a low tier. Sometimes mons be good. It takes a Mew Thunderbolt does like thirty percent to Togetic. Man, I feel yeah. bad. I have been meaning the whole fucking league to switch out my Mawile for a Flying type. And then I didn't do it until the last week, so that Zatu only got to see one game, and all it did was U-turn out so I could get a switch back into a choice mod. <laughs> hey, the other day, in a league, uh, a different league that I was in, someone had Dracovish, and I knew they were going to lead Dracovish in the very beginning, so I ran a counter Primeape with a Focus Sash. And oh, completely god. Utterly, oh I my can... god! <laughs> And turn one, my primate destroyed Dracovish, and it felt Holy so good. Shit. It felt so good. Because was I know... Was he big I know, mad? Nah, dude. He won anyway. But it was... Oof. It did not start out the way he wanted. We'll put it that way. That's insane. Dude, it was... Because, like, the first week in that draft, I ran Final Gambit Primate with a 
like a uh, a scarf. So effectively, I could take out one Pokemon. And man, this primate oh. really was just your fucking suicide bomber, huh? Yeah, dude, this primate is great. Primeape is not terrible for like a low Chimon. I never said he was. It's it's got a hundred and ten attack and ninety five speed. Yeah, it's fucking good. Don't fuck with him, or you'll regret it. Did you did you watch any of Darizard's content on draft? Uh, for the last couple of weeks, I would fast forward to her coverage on my matches. In the very beginning of uh, everything, when she was like. She gave an analysis on all our teams and what she thought of them. And she said that my team, like, the very, like, she said that my, uh, my S, A, and B tiers were really good, but my C tiers weren't very good. So I would be essentially bringing the same six mons every single week, was what she said about my, uh, my team. And it was so far from the truth, it wasn't even funny. I mean, she'd only been in one draft league before. She wasn't quite ready for the fucking whirlwind that is Brad the Bad. <laughs> yeah, and she versed me week one, so she got a smack in the face with my Togetic, and it was great. Beautiful. You know what? She, said wanna... my te- she basically said my team was the worst and horrible, except for Drake of Fish. You know what? I honestly have been debating about what I should do. What? I've debate. I've been debating running Curse Togetic to beat Darizard. Ooh. Ooh. Because at, because at plus one, I can effectively live an Iron Head from Bisharp and KO with Drain Punch. Wow. Togetic is pretty well, good. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Actually, I take I take forty to fifty seven from an Iron Head. And I do 80 to 97 with a drain punch. Mm-hmm. At plus one. At, with plus one attack and plus one defense. The only, the only bad thing is that she has a Vanillix and a Maynetric. And, uh, like, literally everything you can think of that beats Togetic on the team now. Yeah. Man, I am... To- Go ahead. People sleep on Togetic. It gets Encore, Yawn, and Thunder Wave. It gets Flamethrower, so you silly boys aren't safe. It gets Recovery and has over 500 special defense after uh, Eviolite with full investment. You know what I have to say to that? What? You know what I have to say to that? What do you have to say to that? <laughs> I got I got Heal Bell, so I can effectively outstall you. And wish. Why is somebody asking me when I want to battle in Dari League? I'm not in playoffs. I don't understand. Losers bracket thing that I didn't (laughs) know about. We have a what? Oh, you did you not do your last week? Is the last week this week? I thought the last week was last week. No, this is the last week. What? Yes, because I had a match against. Pry and whether or not I won determined if I got first seed or second seed. Wait, so playoffs were already decided last week, but there's still a match this week? Yeah, playoffs was decided, right? Like, statistically, four people made playoffs, whether they lost or won this week, but there was still one game left, right? It was week 10, and then this is week 11. And then, depending on whether people won or lost, 
determine what seed they got, right? I could effectively be first seed, second seed, or I think third seed, depending on what happened. No, that's not true. I was either first or second, and then I won, so I got first. And then Darzard and Frozen fought, and whoever won that claimed second. And then if uh, British Gent got a 6-0 and Frozen got a, uh, an 0-6, then Gent took third place. But that didn't happen. Mm. So now it's me and Gent, and then the winner versus the winner of Frozen and Darzard. I love how live on the air we learned that I'm not done with the draft season that I thought I was done with. <laughs> hey. One more week. Fight to do. One more week. One more week. One more week. One more week. Time to fucking oh, ghost my opponent until wait. the absolute last minute again. Yay. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, two more weeks. I got playoffs. Two more weeks. I got playoffs. <laughs> Dude, I want to win this match so bad. Ending like, every sentence with an ellipsis because he's so he's he thinks he's better than me just because he remembered that the league still existed. Fucking <laughs> no, I think I'm I think I'm better than you because my stats say so. I mean, you're right. <laughs> you're not wrong. You know what I think is hilarious? I had a Haxorus on my team, and Haxorus was statistically the worst Pokemon on my team. My Shuckle had more kills than Haxorus. That's... wow. In seven games, I think I had it in either seven or eight games, right? It was only brought to two, and its stats were zero kills and one death. Mm. Yeah. I, like, I, like, I physically couldn't build it onto a team, effectively, at all. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, in on, on paper, dude, it looks so good, right? I had a steel type, I had a fairy type that gave me a dragon type, right? And my team generally was, like, super-duper, uh, like, bulky. So, like, it allowed it to... It gave it the necessary chip for it to set up and win, but it just never did that, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, um, I've had draft Pokemon that really don't work. Like, that Mawile did not do well. It needed... I, I was so mad at myself because I did watch the Dari video where she went over all the teams and she she pointed out my massive fucking dumb forehead move of not at all picking a Pokemon that can immune out ground. I mean, being immune to ground isn't a, like a necessary thing. Like, generally speaking, when you build a team, having the most immunities possible is to your advantage. But you don't necessarily have to have one specific immunity. Yeah, but ground is such a common type. And it's so easy to immune out that it seems like an essential. Yeah, but you had... Uh, what did you have? Yeah, you kind of needed a ground type, too. Because you had Colossal and you had Lantern. And they hated ground. So. Yeah, so that was... I needed the pivot. And I got the pivot on the last week. And I didn't get to use much of them. I mean, I made two. I made two trades for playoffs. Did you? I almost feel obligated to bring Zatu this week just so I can say I brought him to more than one game that he was worth the trade at all. Dude, I think this Cloister that I traded, I traded Haxorus for Cloister, and dude, it's it's a beast, dude. It's already got four kills, and then this week it got three more kills. So it effectively went from the bottom to my third highest Pokemon with the most kills. 
But I looked when I went to look at trades near the end because I was like, okay, I need a ground immune. I looked at Zatu, and Zatu's actually a really interesting draft prospect. Like, he had a lot of his magic bounce. He has a lot of, like, bulky shit that makes him really interesting. So, Zatu looks really solid on paper, but he's not amazing. Right? Like, well, obviously, he's you, not amazing, but he's good. He's interesting. You, ha- you have to play him really, really well. Maybe. 18 months. My. My, uh, out of the hundred Pokemon that are like, there's a there's a hundred and twenty eight Pokemon, twenty nine Pokemon in our in our like draft league. Okay. Uh huh. My Cloister in two games is now in fourteenth in the kill leaderboard. Damn. Where's Dracovish? Third. Wow. It's just ahead of that Ferrothorn. I don't even <laughs> remember getting that many kills with Dracovish. It feels like he did less than I expected him to. He got 13 kills and had 5 deaths. We died in pretty much every game I brought him to. Let's see, let's see here. Uh, that's, that's false. You brought it really? to 9 games. You brought it to 9 games and it only died 5 times. Well, that's still majority. I like how, compared to all your other Pokemon, Dracovish looks like a god, because the only other Pokemon that is even close to double digits is Poltegeist on your entire team. <laughs> And it, it only got nine. Everything else barely has above. Yeah, none of your other Pokemon has over five kills. Nope, I lied. Lantern had six. Yeah, that Lantern oh. came in clutch. This Lantern is the devil. Six kills, six deaths, and six games. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on, okay, I, I well, got I'm, to, I'm not got allowed to, to bring Lantern this week, just so we can continue that legend. I have to I have to immortalize this with a picture. Hold on. Yeah, I think today might be a short one, folks. I don't think I have much energy left. I think we might want to call it. Um Brad, do you have one last ener- energy? One last story about draft before we move on to Pokemon of the episode. Yes, one time Peg was in a draft and he did his matches the very first day of the week. Whoa. Wait. When did that happen? Actually, never. Yeah, you see, that makes more sense. I forgot that there was an important straw poll on last week's episode, so I gotta check if people voted. So we never go over straw poll results, but these ones are important, so let's find out if any of you voted. No! (laughs) Good job, everybody. Um, I'm just gonna do deck sentries. So, um, it's time for Gingy's favorite part of the episode, but he's not here. I'll take it away. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. I'm just gonna like leave the Discord chat now. What do you why would you do that? You need to be here for the show. We're not done yet. I thought you were ending it. No, I have to do Pokemon the episode. That's how this fucking show works. Ah, <sighs> uh, fine. The Pokemon of the episode is magical the end. Hold on, I gotta pull up the deck entries. Magikarp spins hard as diamonds at the end. You get one Pokedex entry. Its sword entry states, Powerful legs and jaws made it the apex predator of its time. Its own overhunting of its prey is what drove it to its extinction. extinction. Words. Which Pokemon do you think it is? You get three guesses. Um, 
I'm trying to think. It has a G Max. Oh, hold on. Why I, does I know it have what a it G-Max? is. Where'd you get that from? No, stop. I'm gonna Google its name because I I know what it is. Okay. It's a water rock type. Here, I'm in showdown. Water rock. No, not Silvali rock. The type rock. <laughs> Dreadnought. It's Dreadnought. No. 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 What? But yep. it's got a strong jaw. What? Also, Dreadnought's not extinct. Dreadnoughts are alive and well. They're all over the DLR region. Well, I apologize. I hadn't played the game, so I don't know. Uh, let me think. <laughs> fossil, fossil Pokemon. Fossil. I wish, I wish Fossil was a thing. Uh, let's see. Is it Trakovish? Thank you to our three-year-old correspondent. The Pokemon of the episode is Pokedex number 882. Dracovish, the fossil Pokemon. <laughs> it's sad, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever run Water Absorb Dracovish? I don't think so. That's sad. You, sh- you should be ashamed of yourself. I just ran Strongjaw because Strongjaw go murder murder. Um, its base stats are 90 in HP, 90 in attack, 100 in defense, 70 in special attack, 80 in special defense, and 75 in speed, leaving it with a base that's stat total. That's, that's Arctivish, actually. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not, Brad. I'm reading the stats for Dracovish. Yeah, on Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia has it wrong, actually. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No. Yeah. No. Let's see what Smogon has to say. The exact same stats on Smogon. But I effectively wasted five minutes. So. Good job. Um, I mean, I had to go to Smogon anyway, because of how this works. A set of a competitive set you could run is a choice band set. With the moves Fish's Rend, Crunch, Psychic Fangs, and Outrage. Item Choice Ban, the ability Strong Jaw, the Nature Adamants, the EVs 4 in HP, 252 in Attack, and 252 in Speed. But only real men run Water Absorb. Only real men run Water Absorb. Okay, we have no third segment for you tonight. This is a, probably a shorter episode. I'm not sure quite how short. So short that it could be a midget. Probably. It's hopefully at least a half hour, but I don't know, after editing. Um, so, maybe we'll be more awake next time. Probably and not. And then, presumably, it'll be me and Odin talking more about some nerd shit. Some nerdy Pokemon bullshit. Where can our listeners find you, Brad? Do you have any locations on the internet in which you do things? No. Sad. Be more active on Twitter? Nope. You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash RileyStreams. You can find Pixels, Polygons, and Fun wherever podcasts are found. Oh, God. There's supposed to be a commercial in this episode. Fuck. Hold on. Hold a on. A commercial. For, you don't have to worry about it. It's something that I'm doing, but I'm supposed to put a commercial in. So I forgot to put it in where I meant to put it in. So we're putting it in right here. We'll be right back for the rest of Riley's plugs. Hello there, my name is Matthew Collins, and I am the president of the Pokecasters Network, a Pokemon podcast network. You are hearing this message because this podcast, one of your favorite shows, is either a member of our network or participating in our charity events coming up this May and June. At the Pokecasters Network, one of our goals is to always do charitable work and give back to our communities. Last year, we held several charity events, and we are now announcing our Summer 2020 Charity Series. 
With three events scheduled in May and more coming down the track in June, we will have plenty of opportunities for you to interact with your favorite content creators. We are once again sponsoring Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. On May 23rd, we have two events, a day of streaming with various streamers helping us raise money throughout the day. Following our day of streaming is a special tabletop one-shot event with guest players from various Pokemon tabletop podcasts. On May 30th, we will host a special trivia event where players from your favorite Pokemon podcast compete in what will be one of the most entertaining games of trivia you've ever seen. We will also be planning special Pictionary Night, and we are in the works on planning a BGC tournament. During all of our events, we will be giving back to you, the fans and supporters. We have two sponsors, Julie Fu and D2 Designs and Decals. Both have donated various Pokemon-themed items that they have crafted, including custom decals, dice bags, embroidered patches, and face masks. We also have a variety of other items our network has gathered, including pins, keychains, plush, bags, and more. There will be various methods for you to win prizes, which you can find on our website and Extra Life page. We want to thank you for your support. So please, come support the children. Come have a laugh and relax. During such troubling times, we know many of you may be feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted. This is a chance for you to come, take some time, because haven't you earned it? You have, most certainly. We hope to see you all there, and we hope that you will help us spread the word by sharing information on social media and telling your friends. To find out more information, please go to PokeCastersNetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. From there, you can find out all the details on our events, how you can help, who is involved, and how you can win some amazing prizes. Thank you so much, and remember, we will get through this together. And welcome back to me telling you where I can find, where you can find me on the internet. You can find you I, I was and you can find me on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, where you can find shows such as Largest Issue in the Galaxy, Riley Movie Review Podcast, and the Dickheads Podcast that can be found. Riley Podcast Mega Feed, anchor.fm slash Riley Mega Feed, or look up the Riley Podcast Mega Feed on Apple, Stitcher, or Spotify. I feel like if I typed in Riley Podcast, like there'd be like 20 pages of search results. You type in the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, and you search that, bam, it's right there. 20 pages of, of your podcasts? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, Alright, we'll see you guys next time. 